Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes here with you talking about the Bears and the Bears losing in Dallas. It actually is crazy. Like this loss looks way worse than it actually was. And I know you're like, Lawrence, come on. They lost by three touchdowns. They did. They did. They lost by three touchdowns. They did have a 50-burger Kind of hung on them. 49-29 is the final in Dallas. But this was a game. Even with 49-29, it was a game with 10 minutes left. If the Bears just come up with a fourth down stop, I mean, I'm not going to live in the, man, well, wait, yeah, I will, just a little bit. I'll live in the space of they, they could have won it and what would have meant if they would have won it. If they win the game, they go to four and four. And with the way that Justin Fields is playing, you start thinking bigger thoughts. You start thinking bigger thoughts about what the 2022 season is all about. And you start looking at the schedule and you go, wait a minute. Maybe there are more wins on there than I gave the Bears credit. But they didn't. They lost the game. And they lost the game in big part because... Well, they give up like 500 yards of offense in this game. It, the run game for Dallas and Tony Pollard, I was telling Dan about Pollard, and I was saying how, like, he's like, well, Zeke Elliott's not going to be in the game. I'm like, Zeke ain't the man no more. Zeke still got some, some tread on the tire, but it's Pollard that you have to be worried about, and it's Dak Prescott that you have to be worried about. What we saw from Dallas offensively is exactly what you want the Bears to look like next year and beyond. With Dak having control of that offense and being able to run it and then having playmakers like C.D. Lamb and Gallup and Pollard and protection, and have an offensive line like the one that he had today. Justin Fields with an incredible overall performance in this game. I know that people are going to look at the the 17-23, like you should be looking at that as a good thing, and see the 151 yards passing and go, well, what did he really do? We well, gave you a passer rating of 120 yards. He also gave you 60 yards on the ground, he converted a ton of first downs inside of this game. And it's it was a really good performance by him, except for the, the one thing. Except for the Micah Parsons fumble return 
for a touchdown where he jumps over Micah Parsons instead of touching him while he's down. And I imagine that that is going to be a point of emphasis for Matt Eberflus going forward. That tape of that play is what the hits principle is all about. On that play, you have Dallas not get, like, Parsons got beat on that play. Go back and watch it. He got beat on that play, and he never gave up on it. He chased it down from the backside. The ball's out. He makes play on it. The Bears don't touch him when he's down. I don't know if Fields thought that that Parsons had given himself up on the play or if he had reverted back to college rules, but you got to at least tap him on the helmet. You got to do something. I'm shocked that, well, I'm not shocked because he's an incredible athlete, but him hurtling Parsons in that moment and not having any contact with him. You can't you got to touch him when he's down. And the rest of the Bears, they've got to if, – if Kit's principle is your thing, then you gotta, you got to make sure that you're doing all the stuff that you need to do. And they didn't do that. And it ended up being a swing play. That play has you going from having a first down, trailing by five, to then trailing by 12. And you're, you're like, shocked. You're absolutely shocked by what's going on. So that part sucked. But the part that didn't suck is all of the stuff that you were able to see with Justin Fields. I can't say enough good things about what's happened between that Thursday night against Washington and where the Bears' offense is right now. I gave a lot of credit to Matt Eberflus last week because I do think that his overall view, the CEO view of the team is the right way to do that. It's the right thing to do. Be the CEO of the sidelines, and he's been that. Him going to Justin Fields after the Washington game, the mini-buy, and saying, What can we do to help you succeed? And then the Bears going about their business and doing it is impressive. It's really impressive. And he deserves credit for it, and Fields deserves credit for it. I hope that he advocated for himself. That interview that we had with Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner was talking about how you have to advocate for yourself as a quarterback. And I hope that Justin Fields do that. I hope that... The people on the beat at some point, maybe it's at the end of the season, that will hear how important of a week that was and will get the backstory from Fields' standpoint on what it meant to him to have his coach like show genuine concern and not just lip service, showing genuine concern and then helping to make changes. That, that is really important. By the way, new sponsor alert. The House of L podcast is brought to you by my guy, Russ Armstrong, and ChicagoWindowGuys.com. 
I moved into the place that I have. I love my place. Don't get me wrong. But one of the things that I didn't like about it is that the windows are still the original windows from when the place was built. And it was probably built like 25 years ago. So Dan had given me the information on, on Russ Armstrong. And so I called him and I said, can you come and do an assessment? And now we're going to put some new windows in this place. And if you're looking to do that, especially with winter, right around the corner, take advantage of, of what's been a mild fall so far. Can you believe we're already in November? And, and call them. Check, check it out for yourself, chicagowindowguys.com. Wherever you're at, they'll come to you, and Russ will walk you through the process and make your windows look great. So thanks to the Chicago Window Guys for being a part of the House of L podcast. When we come back, I want to talk about the importance of what we saw with Justin Fields and also how bad the Bears' defense was. We'll do that next. I said this in my video that I do for the score after the game is done, and I wasn't planning on saying it. It just kind of came out. I'm more excited about Justin Fields than I've ever been excited about a quarterback in a Bears uniform. When I was a little kid, I used to love to see Vince Evans. Like, that was super inspiring. And Jim McMahon was my guy. Like, I dressed up as Jim McMahon for Halloween a couple of years in a row. Then I make the transition. You know, growing up, you know, you're watching the team. The team's had, like, that list of bad quarterbacks while I'm growing up. And then when I started to cover the team, there were guys that I really liked, like, as guys. Like, Rex Grossman is one of the nicest guys that I've ever come across in the NFL. Kyle Orton, same way. I like both of those guys. I was excited about Jay Cutler, but I knew that there were things about him that weren't, that might make it more difficult for him to succeed. With Fields, you have the added bonus of him being a guy that was drafted, and I think he's got all the stuff. And all the stuff is important. You got to, if you got all the stuff, it becomes a little bit easier to build around him. So now it's incumbent upon Ryan Poles to do that because they clearly have, like, their offensive line. And I know that at this point you're talking about hurt guys, which is what happens in the NFL. But they've got a lot of problems there, and they do need to fix those. It would be great if there were some explosive playmakers for the Bears. I think Mooney's fine, and and I've been fighting that battle for a really long time. That he's just he's good, and and it's a matter of can you find someone better? And if you find someone better than Mooney, Mooney as a complement to that better receiver turns good to great, in my opinion. I love seeing Nikhil Harry be used properly the idea of a big body wide receiver in the red zone makes a ton of sense to me I'm glad he's getting a second chance I think that's a smart I always thought that was a smart move because it didn't it didn't really cost you anything but they he definitely needs more help Bayless Jones has got to catch that ball on the sidelines it was pretty much perfectly thrown and he's an old rookie he's 25 so 
you're trying to bank on that speed being available to you for the next four years, and then who knows where where things stand with Valus Jones. But in this game, what hurts, what I'm sure hurts a lot of Bears fans, is that you had this game in 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 striking distance. You were right there. Like you were putting pressure on the Cowboys going into the second half of the game. And then you're right there before the Parsons touchdown. Even after that, if you can just stop them, you give yourself a chance to, to win the game with a lot of time left in the fourth quarter. But look at what the Cowboys did. The Cowboys converted 82% of their third downs. 82%. That's terrible. They ran for seven yards a carry. That's terrible. They had 442 net yards. That's terrible. To go along with the 40, what, two points that the offense scored. You can't have it. it it's You saw how big of a deal it is to have Robert Quinn, even with him not putting up numbers, he takes a player away from the offense because you're worried that he's going to wreck a game. So you're you're probably chipping him and occasionally double-teaming him. And without him out there, you saw the difference. Travis Gibson, they it's clear to me that Mike McCarthy, who I'm not a big fan of, it's clear to me that Mike McCarthy watched the Minnesota tape and he watched the Giants tape. And they use misdirection really well. It's what I thought the Patriots were going to do, quite honestly. And they didn't do that. But Dallas used the misdirection really well. Dak's really good at play fakes. And, and as I said earlier, your hope is that you're seeing the Bears offense operate in the same way that Dallas's offense is operating. But man, and, and I know the Bears had good numbers on offense too. I know that their their run game, especially because of fields, makes a difference. You're averaging six yards a carry or whatever, and you're going over 200 yards on the ground again. Those are all good things. But if you can't stop anyone, like this is one of those games where Roquan Smith had the money game last week. And I spent a big portion of this game going, where's Roquan Smith? And that's not good. Him finishing, he he's second in the league in tackling coming into week eight. He's fifth on the team today in tackles. So that, that can't change. You also had Kendall Vildor and Kyler Gordon being picked on inside this game. And I, they they effectively picked on them. Vildor, to me, has been playing pretty well. Eddie Jackson comes up with another interception. He also had an ole on a big opportunity to, to, to stop Pollard from getting into the end zone. But, you know, that's what you're going to get with Eddie. I still think that it's, it's weird to say this after a 20-point loss. I still think it's a net positive because you you got a quarterback. You you've seen 
all of the things that Justin Fields can do. And I was afraid that you weren't going to see that, and you're seeing it. So I give him credit. I give Flusi credit. I give Getsy credit. And let's see what happens next. But, yeah, it sucks that they weren't able to win that game. It, it, how, how great would you feel if they were 4-4 four four with a performance like that? Kesara, Sarah, right? I thank you for listening. We will have all sorts of in-depth breakdowns on this game and what it meant and what it means on the score for the next week. And it's exciting. It's exciting to turn on your television and feel like you're going to see something spectacular. And that's what you're getting from Justin Fields. And I'm, I'm shocked that we are there. I'm, shock, I'm quite honestly like shocked that we are there. But I'm so happy, and I'm happy for you, that you get that now. You deserve it. You've been out in the desert for decades. And now look at you. I'll talk to you next time. Peace.